verses 20 through 26. John chapter 12, verse 20 through 26. How y'all doing this morning? Better than good. Thank you, Cersei. I'm telling you, when you know you have been called out, and you got to know that for yourself, it's like you can look back and say bye-bye and be okay with it. If it come, let it come. If it go, let it go. Y'all hear me this morning. God is reattaching, recalibrating, reconciling, restoring our heart back to its true self. We have allowed enough to use us. A parasite to live through us. To occupy this body. It belongs to God. I'm going to present it, this body, as a sacrifice. And then I'm going to transform my mind so that God live in me and do, and I'm aware of it as me and through me. But people of God, we got to stop at in me first. You got to become aware of it. And as pastor, my job is to keep telling you that you're free. My job is to keep telling you that you're it. My job is to keep telling you that you got it. Your job is to take my words, the sword, the rhema, and start digging within yourself, saying, oh, that don't sound like I got it right there. That don't sound like that's it right there. That don't, that don't look like what pastor described within me. And use it to start cutting dispelling. Oh, that's not it right there. I gave out two sheets today. If you don't have them, uh, Minister Fleming have them. Um, one, uh, if, if you're on Facebook, you know Cooper uh, posted one. I said, oh, that's it right there. That's it right there. See, we got to start having a vision, a visual. We need a vision board. You need to buy yourself a board. We don't have to throw a party. You need to put this stuff in your face. I sent Keyshawn uh, uh, a picture of my office and I was showing him how I keep stuff on the forefront of my mind. I know I'm in the office working, but I have stuff like that what you see on my filing cabinet, on, on my desk below, on a cabinet above me, beside me. Cause when it appears that, you know, trouble has arise, it, 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 if it don't come up in me, I look around my surroundings and I begin to quote what I already have pasted. I have a vision board in my office, if anybody ever been in my office. And it, and it has about my transformation. It has 
that I'm strong enough. I'm, I have the capabilities to do X, Y, Z. You can do this today. And if you have the one, the 12 powers of man, we have been talking about it. But this right here is going to go a little deeper today because I'm giving y'all a cheat sheet. And if anybody on live want this sheet, I can email it to you. If you'll just inbox me your email, I'll send it to you. This is a visual, a visual uh, uh, of, of our capabilities that has to be restored in us. So when you say you can't, you got to look at that sheet. I want y'all to look at elimination, then I'm going to move forward. Look at where elimination is on the, on, the, um, on, the, on the body. Tell me what it says. So a natural example of what we have to do yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! I ain't talking about that today. So if you're holding on to, if you're saying that something is bothering you, you holding, when you flip it, if you don't let it go, it means I'm holding on to it. Understanding, ability to know, perceive. And if I don't have understanding, that means I'm in ignorance. I don't know. So y'all go, I, I ain't trying to hide nothing from you. And, and I'm giving y'all this cheat sheet because when, when you come, I'm just, I printed out a bunch of them. I'm going to give it back to you. You got to put the work in. Yeah. So the second one, I called Coop, Coop Saturday, Friday, Friday at work, and I said, oh, heal so that you can hear what is being said without the filter of your wounds. I just printed it out. I don't try to reinvent nothing. It's out there for us to read. We don't go reading. We don't go looking. John chapter 12, verses 22 through 26 says, And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. 21, the same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethesda of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip, verse 22, cometh and telleth Andrew. And again, Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. Verse 23, and Jesus answered them saying, the hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Okay, I just told you that certain Jews, certain Greeks, came to worship at the feast of the Passover is what the feast is. And his reply is, the hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. 
Verse 24, Very, verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Verse 25, He that loveth his life shall lose it. He that hateth his life in this world shall keep it until life eternal. If any man, verse 26, if any man serve me, let him follow me. See, these are all prerequisites. And he's saying, if you want to see me, then I'm going to go off to the left in a different conversation. If a man serve me, let him follow me. There's no way you got to serve first and then you will follow. I said, you got to serve first and then let him follow me. And where I am, there, there shall also my servant be. If you serve me and if you follow me, where I'm about to go, <laughs> we going to be together. And if you serve me and follow me, and we are together. Him will my father honor. Topic of conversation today. Do you want to see Jesus? I said, do you want to see Jesus? Most gracious Heavenly Father, we say thank you this morning. We honor you. We lift you up. We know that your presence is here, God. Have your way in this place. Speak a word of life that will catapult our mind into space and to, to this, this, this unlimited potential that we have on the inside of us, that we'll realize that it's not doors, that we'll realize that all we need is transformation of mind within us. And we'll be able to see, to sit at the right hand of the Father with our life hidden in Christ, sitting next to you, and you honoring us as you live in us, as us, and through us. We bless your name today. We give you honor. We give you praise. We lift you up. We glorify. We magnify on today. Have your way in us today. We won't go any further. I said have your way in us today. In Christ's name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Have you ever wondered, and I'm just asking a question and I'll move on. Have you ever wondered what happens at the right hand of the Father? We talk about it. We preach about it. That's the reason why I'm sticking with in us. Because if you don't clean out in you, you, you have the capabilities to know. But it's on you. Here in this text, we're going to stick to in us today. They're having the feast of the Passover. And there were certain Greeks uh, among everybody that was there, uh, came to worship at the feast. Greek here is translated into Gentiles. It's just those who are unaware of God inside of them, they are unaware of their divine nature. So they come to worship, whoo, to surrender. 
That's the reason why we worship like we do. We come in here and, and we ain't playing with it. It's like I got to get my mind in a place of surrender so that when, when whomever is ministering to us that day, I am open and ready to receive. So you have people that, that do not know that God exists inside of them, don't know their divine nature. They come to surrender. So my question to us today, why do you come here? Why do you worship? It's not to show off to anybody. We got to get to the place of we might be standing up, but with our hands up and our, our, our mouth open and giving adoration unto the only wise, the only living God, it's equivalent to being on my knees to surrender. The purpose of worship is so that we can identify ourselves in spirit. So what we got to do is to figure out you know what? I got to stop, and I'm not saying anybody playing. My intentions from now on is I come to worship so that I can identify myself in spirit. This feast, the Passover, feast means appropriation in a large measure. It means laying hold of divine potentials. Appropriation, meaning taking possession of something. To appropriate the word of truth is to take the substance of the word into our mind and heart. So me coming to worship is, 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 is my efforts to sustain right mental attitude toward God. And how you get off is because your carnality think it's bigger than the God within you. And how you get off is, is that you begin to praise and worship your carnality and glorify your carnality so that you can have the right attitude with you. Let me tell you the difference between spirit and carnality. Carnality is self, is self-righteousness, is selfishness. It's me, myself, and I. Spirit is I got to have the right attitude within myself uh, toward God, toward my inner man. And so if you keep surrendering to your carnality, you are having the right attitude with your God, with the liturgy, your carnality, your humanity. But here you have these Greeks saying, oh, no, I may not know God, but I know it's something about this, this, this Jesus. Because in the text before it, the Pharisees was trying to stop and hold the crowd, trying to stop them from following Jesus, that religious mindset that we have. And then they finally made it to a point and say, let them go. Let it be. We can't contain them anymore. So, they come to Philip, and I say, oh, my God, why Philip? And they, when I began to look up Philip, I went back because we've talked about it. Prophetess Flemings have taught it. I've hit on it. Several preachers have hit on it. Why did they go to Philip? Philip name means power. It's the root, the origin of tongue. It's the throat. 
It's dominion of mind, ability to master, to dominate, and control. So if, if I don't know who I, who I am, I'm a Greek and unaware of what's on the inside of me. And I realize that doing this feast, that there is more the, the appropriation of something larger then he, they're saying, I'm willing to give this up for this. So I'm going to come with who in the natural, who I saw with Jesus. And he says, uh, I'm going to Philip. Philip was in Bethesda, which is a physical location. It was considered a fishing town. Spiritually, it means the house of fishing, place of hunting, place of nets. So what are you saying to me in the spirit? What I'm saying to you, you come the only way that you're going to want to hunger and thirst after that on the inside of you. In this case right here, it's called worship. It says, you know what? I keep having these experiences in worship, and I keep seeing it, but it keeps shutting down on me, and I go back to my natural. But this time, I see the more. I see an appropriation of something larger. And the only way that you're going to say, oh, where is Jesus? It's you got to come to the conclusion that my mind is not in alignment with what they're saying. Philip, dominion, authority over your own mind because it's at the throat. What that mean? Because when I begin to speak, whether it's from my carnality or whether it's from my spirit, I have the capabilities to create. And I, in here, I'm noticing that as a Greek, I'm not understanding who I am. I don't know, uh, know uh, this God. I'm not in alignment with this God on the inside of me. But I have a sense. I something on the inside keep calling me that there's more within me. There's the a state of thought that is continually searching after new ideas and endeavors to gain knowledge. Side note, are you making a conscious effort to align yourself and unlock your full potential? You don't have to answer me. Answer yourself. So Philip, after the thoughts come, after, after I say thoughts, it, and spiritually that's what it was, because Jesus, side note right here, when you see Jesus working with the 12 disciples in, in the Bible, spiritually, he's developing them within himself. When you see the 12 disciples in the Bible and they're with Jesus, because Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross, he's having to work on them within in himself. One time they were in a place and, and, and he was letting the disciples pray and lay hands and, 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 and all this stuff. And then he snatched them away and said, oh, y'all ain't ready yet. And then he separated them from the crowd. Every time you see a crowd, it's your thoughts, y'all, spiritually. It's your thoughts crowded in there. And Jesus is trying to discover within himself, rediscover, because he was a man. He, he, he was 100% man, and he lived as a carpenter's son, just like us. And so now he's saying, all right, I got to get back to this right here. 
So when you see him with the disciples, it's him rediscovering his capabilities. Oh, God. So Philip come to Andrew, and they both go tell Jesus. Philip broke power, abilities of the mind, ability to master, to dominate, and control. Opposite of Philip is impotence and powerless. Like, you, you know, what's the word? Uh, what's a good word? Meaning, uh, woe is me, this carnality. They beating up on me. They talking about me. They, they saying this right here. Nobody's paying me attention. Woe is me. Powerless. Not understanding impotent. Not understanding that you have the capability to control your own thinking, your own mind, to master, to dominate, to uh, dominate your own thinking. When I have dominion and mastery over myself and align with the divine that I am, power, ability flows through me with ease and grace. When you see the word power, take your time and look it up in the text that it is written in. Most of the time, power is not talking about strength. It is talking about ability, our capabilities in spirit. It's not how strong you are. It's not how much I knock y'all out and lay y'all out and all y'all down and slap you and run and skip and hop. But we need that, whatever you do to do to get in the presence. But that's to help you get in the presence. Now, your transformation of your abilities, your 12 powers is going to help you stay. We no longer be up and down. I'm stable. What comes my way? God is good. What I'm having to endure, he'll allow. What is it in this? Why I have tears in my eyes. And what is it that you reason why I'm having this encounter, this experience? What is it? God. And sometimes you do have to do that with tears in your eyes. So he goes to Andrew, the Lord back, the energy of God, the, the ability to endure, to stay the course and persist. So here you have master control of the mind, and here you have the ability to stay the course and persist, meaning freedom from weakness. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, that's for somebody else. I can't, I just, I know, I know, y'all, y'all go ahead. That's too much for me. I can't, I can't do this. That means that you have flipped the coin and your carnality is in charge. Why? Because you have Andrew inside of you. You have Philip inside of you. Side note, these are the two of the 12 of the, uh, two of the 12 of the branches on the tree named life. Listen to me. In Genesis chapter 2, we know it's the tree of life, right? It's the tree of life in there. And what I learned in my study is our body is the life tree 
it, and it's located naturally in our spinal cord. That's the trunk of the tree. And these 12 powers of man are the branches, yeah, to the tree of life. And it's according to what your source is that determines what, what your nutrients are, that determines what you think and what your response is. Naturally, the brain and the spinal cord are our body's central nervous system. The brain is the command center of your body. It controls thought, it controls memory, it controls emotion, touch, motor skills, vision, breathing, temperature, hunger, and every, and every process that regulates our body. So the mind saying to the spinal cord, send out signals, send out to your body so that your body can live. And, 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 and here we are with that on the inside of us, our spinal cord, and, and, and that that's on the inside of us, it, 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 we either, it, it's overlaid, it's veiled to, in our carnality, or it is, it's our spirit. And, and our spirit is the brain of this body, and it sent out signals to, to, to us, it's to, to that tree, to that trunk, and it says you can't see it, it's in the roots in the ground, the source is in the ground, and the source, it gets its nutrients, and it comes up through the trunk, and it sends out messages and said, produce as you should. But if your spinal cord, if your soul is corrupt and tainted and polluted with your carnality, when God is speaking, it sends signals opposite of your 12 powers, of your 12 capabilities. Learn the operations or the functions of the spinal cord and the brain, and you'll learn spiritual operations and functions. How I keep you in the dark where you don't know, they say put it in a book because they won't read. But yet, somehow, I'm sitting in church at 1053, and I know exactly what's going on at Walmart, and I'm not there. Something that don't give you life, something that keeps you on a cycle, something that don't even pertains to you, it don't help you in any kind of way. The spinal cord is the pathway for messages sent by the brain to the body and from the body to the brain. The spinal cord is the central, it's the central, it's the center to the body's function. A person's life can be drastically changed when an injury or damage occur. Spiritually, we are, in, we are individual life trees. When the source of life speaks or sends a signal to our soul, if our soul is polluted, if it's out of alignment, if it's diseased, if it's damaged or, or injured, then our lives are changed and altered drastically, so we create death. 
you will start seeing the leaves. It'll stop producing fruit, and you will start seeing the leaves wither away. When it's time for in the in in um in 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 the, in the three-dimensional world, when it's time for a tree to to start uh, producing itself, uh, uh, Deacon Williams came to me and he he told me he says uh, uh, I wasn't pastor then. I, he's he's, he's uh, a minister. That tree you got in your yard need to be cut down. I'm cutting it down. It's dying, meaning it's not getting the proper nutrients it needs to stay alive. And so this, when I went, I looked at the tree. I was like, oh, my God. It didn't, it, it quit producing. It's supposed to bloom when, and, and supposed to be flying everywhere and pollinating everything and choking me out with my sinuses. And that was no longer happening. That starts with what you cannot see. What pollutes our soul? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Us deciding what is right or what is wrong from what we were taught naturally from our senses. We were, when we are able to perceive the divine mind of God within us, we speak words from another source. That when, I'm sorry, when we are unable to perceive the divine mind of God within us, we speak words from another source that is polluted, out of alignment, diseased, damaged, or injured, which creates death. What are you saying? God speaks. And because of the overlay they experiences, the natural family, the environment, religion, because what they told us, we're not coming up with God's words. So when we speak, we see what's wrong. When we speak, we see what's right. That's why when we have the money, we shine and God done did it. But when I have to go through a period of suffering, the devil is on my back and trying to turn me, turn me back. What's the saying? The devil is on my track trying to turn me back. No, that's God saying it is a time of pruning within yourself. Don't you see your trunk dying? You speak it. That's what tells me you dying. See, I can't see it inside you. I can only tell it when you open your mouth. But, y'all say but with me. Because it's always a flip side. That's what I love about God. When we are consciously aware of the God life in the mind, when we speak our words become living identities, individuals, and lives with an without an expiration date, it becomes eternal. When we understand the power, the ability of words, we have the key access to eternity, to sacred writings. Y'all better hear me right here when I say this right here. The book of life is within us. It, I said the book of life is within us. It's the divine mind. In the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is within us, our consciousness. The power, the disciple Philip plays an important part in controlling the expression of many emotions, inspiration, and thoughts of the soul. I'm going to say this again. I said the book of life. Is on the inside of us. That's why I asked the question.
Do you wonder what happens when you make it to the place within yourself of authority and dominion, knowing the mind of God? Do you really know what happens at the right hand of God? We'll talk about that later. Pin that in. I say the book of life, you begin to write your own story. Oh, God. You begin to write. Come on, John. Caught up on the Lord's day. Oh, God. Y'all keep waiting to die. Y'all keep waiting until you are placed in a, in a unit, as they say. And we spend all our money on all these flowers that you do not see. And we, and we make a, a Cersei make this dressing. And we, we get this fried, this chicken, and get these greens together. And we say kumbaya over you. But I'm about to start asking. I'm going to stand over and say, well, what did you do? What, what book? What book did you read? What words were you speaking when you was here? What stayed here when I can no longer see you? Have you ever wondered what happens at the right hand of the Father? When you die to yourself, your life hidden in Christ, you're able to enter a realm where doors do not exist. You're able to enter a place where, enter a place where your mindset says, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengtheneth me. God's people, that's who you are. You are the tree of life. You're an individual expression of God. Walking in this, this three-dimensional world in tennis shoes, blue jeans, suits, high heels, flip-flops. It don't matter what you have on. Who you are never changes. God's people. Come here, a book of life. Come here, a tree of life. I ain't letting y'all off the hook. Y'all better not say that. I'll say it this way as your pastor. That way you know I love you. I understand your experiences. I understand what they said. I understand what religion taught you. I understand the body shame. I understand the nicknames. Because we don't even know that our nicknames, it, it, it's, it's talking about something that can be seen outside of you that give you a complex. It, it starts the change of your identity. So all I'm going to say, this is the nice way, until y'all talk to me outside the microphone. I understand what you've gone through. Just like I said to the leaders this morning, I did not get to escape it. And you don't either. We all have a cross to bear. And a God, come on here somebody. So come here, book of life. Come here, where am I tree alive? Where am I individual expression of the word? 
the word spoken over my life. Can you hear it? Hey! I knew God was up to something because I ain't slept in two nights. It's fine. I said, oh, we going to church. I know, I know by now it ain't the devil. It's the stirring within me. And I had slept good. Why? Because it is time that I tell you we going to stop all these excuses. You have a cheat sheet, and you're going to start looking on now. And when I don't sound like my daddy, I'm going to be like the Greek and say, oh, I, I, I know what the problem is. I don't know who I am. Well, Philip, God need to see Jesus. Yeah, y'all play with it this morning. Book of life. Tree of life. Individual words that have all capabilities and potential. Unstoppable. Glory, glory, glory. So, all right, y'all might get quiet right here. But I don't got to. Whoo, God. There's a prerequisite. Philip, go tell him. Go get Andrew and tell him we want to see him. Whoo, God. The hour is come that the Son of Man shall be glorified. Hey, what are you saying? When you discover in yourself that's not like God, the time has come that the Son of Man be glorified. It just simply means that I'm not illuminated in that place. Who God, and the time has come, the moment that you realize it. And this happened over and over and over. It's not a one-time event. Who God. Woo, Philip, Andrew, go tell Jesus that these Greeks out here, these people that's unaware of God within them, came to identify within themselves the spirit that they are at the feast that they came feast they came to lay hold of their, their divine potentials in mind and in heart and i encourage you today that that has to be your reason for coming here i realize that i'm out of alignment and i might be in this place called swamp but that's a good place to start because if you don't tell yourself the truth, the only thing you're doing is building a house on sinking sand. Do anybody here want development, evolution, growth? Because I'm telling you, I am telling you right now that you got to do it right now. Because when this thing that's about to hit this three-dimensional world, you are going to be outdated. You're going to be left behind. Mark my word. That's why I keep asking do you wonder what happened at the right hand of the Father? Who God. Prerequisite. Woo. Are you looking for Jesus? 
Here is his response to you, to me, and everybody on Facebook Live. The hour is come that the Son of Man shall be glorified. The Greek word translated as glorified is dioxazo. Dioxazo. It's D-O-X-A-Z-O. It means to make known, to cause the self-possession and, and worth of some person to become manifest and acknowledged. In other words, the time has come for God to be manifested and be acknowledged within us. Yeah, y'all don't got quiet. It's okay. It's okay. Son of man, we are his children. We talk about we are son. Have you died? And I'm not talking about when you are put in a casket, a unit, as they say. I'm going to be over asking you, what did you do while you was here? What you do with what I preached to you? Did you deal with real issues? And y'all going to know, y'all going to be like, man, pastor don't lost his mind. No, I'm telling you now. What script did you write that this world did not know that came from within you? Come on, sons. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that sepulchre weak fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. Meaning this, the life that is lived to and for itself alone, that's the small life, must be given up in favor of the larger life. That is live for all before we can deepen and enrich our life consciousness. Remember the feast, the appropriation, laying hold of the divine potentials? In other words, why, in other words, if this corn of wheat don't fall to the ground and die. All we get out your life is your self-serving self. I think I wore the right shoes today. Yeah. Self-serving in case I have to fight. All you get out of this life is you thinking what's in it I said, all you get out of this life is who hurt me? Who should be responsible for me? Who lied on me? Who don't like me? Who not using my business? Who not, I told y'all this morning, I gave y'all evidence. And if you want to read it, you can. Yeah. Keep wondering why folks from Fitzgerald and Osceola don't come here. That's a door. That's a limit. When God has given us all, pos pos all potential and capabilities, and there is no limits, there are no doors. We're we, we, we trying to find our piece to the puzzle. So if you keep worrying about who talks about you, that's self-serving. 
if you keep worrying about what they doing instead of seeing the good, the God, and everything, that's where you're going to be. When, when the church has exploded, the language that's going to start coming forth, you are not going to understand it because you're not doing the work now. And then you're going to be going saying they don't got too deep. They don't got too this. Instead of saying the truth, the truth is, is that when they was telling me to get ready, get ready, get ready. I kept serving myself. Why corn or wheat? A single grain of corn has within itself a germ of life which has the capacity to become abundantly fruitful. Why, when Jesus give these parables, people of God, you need to start looking up what they mean in the natural. It's going to tell you what he's saying spiritually. And the only reason why we don't know is because we do not pick up our Bible even after I don't preach. We don't pick it up to read it and research, not just read it. You just can't read it just to be reading it. You got to start digging because it's, it's, it's parables. And he said it. Jesus said, I'm telling you this parable because I know your other thoughts is not going to want to go do anything else outside of uh, listening to what I'm saying. But your spirit man is going to start digging deeper and deeper and deeper. I said something last Sunday, and only one person said something to me and went and looked it up and said, hey, you said nucleus. Do you know what nucleus is? Yeah. That's why I said it. She said, here, done printed it out, done looked it up, done, done come back to me and preach to me. What y'all do with it? This rhema. The reason why your soil, your ground, is hard. Because this rhema, there is no rain. Y'all are amen me. And y'all let everybody know I'm y'all pastor. But what are you doing with what I'm giving you? Don't you be the one. I ain't going to even mess y'all up with the rapture. I'll do it later. One going to be taken away and the other one going to stay. Keep waiting for this world to end, here. Yeah? Telling y'all, I knew it was major. And what I did, I just started crying. I like, you telling me, Donna from the projects, <laughs> this? Deal with yourself and see what happened. And we're gonna talk about that. Who God, some of y'all mind turning, that's good. Yeah, keep playing. Up, uh, one go higher. One stay. One go higher. 
one say? Why the corn? Because I'm giving you this illustration, people of God, because this is what you have on the inside of you. You have a life that has the capacity to become, to become abundantly fruitful. This germ of life in the natural, we say germs are nasty, <laughs> germs are disease. But germs are, are small things. And if you keep feeding it, it has the capacity to expand. You'll have infection here, and if you don't do nothing about it, it spreads throughout your body. That's what that corn, that life that's on the inside of you, it has that capability. Oh, God. But, come on, say it with me. The seed cannot increase and multiply while sitting in a sack of corn. It remains a seed. It must first fall into the ground and then die. Without this act, it is incapable of bringing forth any fruit. Let's go spirit. If you don't do something about that potential, the capability, all possibility that lies on the inside of you, take, 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 take that back, take that back. If you don't do something about the condition of your soul, your ground in here, if you don't soften up the, your ground, your mind, you can just see keep falling in places that it cannot produce. Why? Because it is your ground. It is your consciousness that's hard as this pulpit up here. And what I say to you, bounce off and fall. Or by the time you hit that door, it's taken or snatched away from you because of the chaos of this world. Or hit in a place over here that, 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 that it, it bounces off of you and you over here and it falls somewhere else. I'm going to give y'all some add a minute. Side note. We have the tremendous potential to be incredibly productive, but it's under certain circumstances. And I told you metaphysically, ground means earth. It represents this physical body and the consciousness within it. But he that loveth his single solo life, self-serving life, you're going to lose it. Meaning this, you are not going to be, your life lived did not produce what it should have produced because you've spent it self-serving. It says, if you love it, TH, continually, if we continue to remain in relationship or personal attached to our temporal life, meaning our humanity, carnality running the temple, is out of order. We will perish, we will expire, and we will die. But he that hated his life in this world, what it says, shall keep it unto life eternal. Hated, T-H, means continually. You got to continue to, it's not a one-hit wonder. If you detest the veil life, the temporal life, start the process of cleaning off your soul, what you, it, you will remain 
forever. Meaning this, your life work will live when you are no longer here. There still, Miles Monroe has been dead how long? I still listen to his teachings. I still read some of his material. His work, his work, his life work. And, and it's, you got to understand this. You got to understand this. Uh, that it, it's just not dumbed down to the pulpit. You're not listening because you're not up here. This is just what I was chose to do. So where are you on the rest of the mountains? So you can keep loving yourself, serving self, and nothing, people, you'll end up, and I've seen this happen, old and alone, miserable, and nobody want to be bothered with you. Because if you, if you stop living at nine, what I mean, you had an experience that caused you to stop living at nine, and you don't do nothing about it. At 69, you'll still be acting That's how you trace stuff down in you. Oh, God, I'm acting too. Well, what happened when you was two? If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. Oh, God. The scripture says we ought to die to ourselves, hide our lives in Christ. Right? He says, because he says, I'm telling y'all, I'm getting ready to go somewhere. And if you want to see Jesus, he says, serve me. So if any man serve me, let him follow. This text explains the necessity for Jesus dying on the cross to be raised in consciousness as to who his identity is as spirit, as spirit and open the door with the kingdom of God within us so that we follow after him in death, burial, and resurrection to enter in. Have you ever wondered what happens at the right hand of the Father? He says, okay, Greek, come on. You ready? Those that don't know me inside of them, you're gonna serve, I, you got to serve me, and you're going to follow me to the right hand of the Father. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna do like Gavin, my nephew say about shrimp, let it marinate. <laughs> Romans eight and twenty nine says this: For who whom he foreknew, he also predestined. That means already decided to be conformed, meaning to pattern after, to identify in thought, ed continually, to to the image of his son, that he might be the first born of many brethren. If you're going to serve me, meaning one who executes the commands of another, if you're going to obey me, it makes sense that you will follow me. So what I need you to do is to check your serving meter because there's no way you serve and not follow. Oh, God. I said there's no way. You better check to see if you just come in a touch and make sure your position is done, is, 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 is um, you, you operating in your position, and I got my position, and I'm, I'm working my way to have heaven. Working your way to heaven is this wheat, unless it, this corn, unless it go in the ground and die. The kingdom of God is within us. 
I ain't, the only dying I'm doing is to my carnality. So if you serving, if you execute my command, it makes sense that you're a follower. It means you, following means you accompany me. We go together. Woo, God. We go together. My big brother. And I read that scripture so that you would know he's the big brother of many. He's the firstborn spiritually. And he opened the door and said, y'all come on and die. That hurt right there. That hurt. He says, I'm opening this door. Come on and die. Oh, God. And not only that, if any man serve me, my father will honor. Meaning, by giving him eternal glory. Eternal glory. Eternal glory. I'm ready. Come on, Book of Life. I'm releasing my mind. You get to know all my business. You get to know what's going on where people cannot physically see. You get to see the bigger picture. You, you get to see what the reason why I created you. Woo. Come on here. You want to read something? There it is. You want to go do something? There it is. You want to know if you should? There it is. You want to know where you should go? There it is. And I just got my head down as an illustration so you're able to see my mind. Do you ever wonder what goes on at the right hand of the Father? Oh, I ain't letting you off the hook. Tree of life. Book of life in you. What signals are you getting? Oh, God. What signals are you giving yourself? Who's speaking? When God speaks, does it go through swampland? And then you try to interpret it, and it come out as hate. You try to interpret it, and it comes out as sadness. You try to interpret it, and it comes out. I just don't have the patience when we have long suffering. What is the interpretation when it comes out? Come on, people of God. You can't convince me. Because in God, it's a different language. And I don't have to die, transition out my body to get there. And I'm telling you, if you don't know by now from what I said today that this is a buildup and that we're going to start paying attention to the times because it tells us, <laughs> never mind. Have you ever wondered what goes on? At the right hand of the Father. I'm going to say this and I'm done. I'm going to ask this. Do you want to see Jesus? Accept the grain of wheat. Fall to the ground and die. Your perception. What you see. Is not God. That's your grandmama, your mama. That's religion. That's your experiences. Your words tell where you really are. And if y'all notice, I talk a lot when I talk to y'all, but I also observe that, see, you don't have to reinvent nothing. That helps me 
better serve you. Because my only goal, my only mission, my only motivation is that you want to see Jesus. That's my only goal. Y'all can get mad at me. Y'all think that? Y'all, y'all think that? I see paths. No, we got work to do. You might be the one that's going to open up to the world. You might be the one that's going to help me preach. You might be the one that's going to help me sing. You might be the musician that go. You might be the usher. No, no, no. I got to invest it. I got to invest the interest in you. When a job value their employees, they say, I got some retirement for you. And if you stay X amount of years, when you no longer working here, got something for you. I got a vested interest in you. I understand this is not done alone. And if you really think that I'm going to let you stay where you are, you can. But every time you talk to me, I'm going to tell you that's not who you are. So I'm going to leave us with this prayer. Oh, it's in the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. Write this down. This going to help you. Ephesians 1, chapter 18. I'm, chapter 1, I'm sorry. 18, verses 18 through 23. And this is the amplified I'm reading. I leave us with this prayer. Ephesians 1, verses 18 through 23. I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, may be enlightened, meaning flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. It ain't stuff. It's in the saints, God's people, so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his spiritual power is in us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength, which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Do you want to know what goes on at the right hand of the Father? Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, whether angelic or human, and far above every name that is named, above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age, oh, listen to this, and world, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in every realm in subjection under Christ's feet. Where is Christ? That's the hope. That's the expectation of glory. God releasing his mind through his son. He says, verse 22, and he put all things in every realm in subjection under Christ's feet and appointed him as supreme and authoritative 
head over all things in the church, meaning ecclesia, not this physical church, the called out ones. Y'all better listen to that, which is his body, I preached last week, the fullness of him who fulfills, who fills, and completes all things in all believers. Amen. wait right here for dismissal. I need to tell y'all something I forgot to tell you this morning. And so we're going to ask Prophet Smith to